What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I put favor with Alexia Napola and Marisol Patton, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hola, amiga. Te extrañaba la carita bella esa. Ay, tan linda. I miss you too. You know that my face lights up when I see you, and I love que te pintaste. La pollera, porque yo no le digo polla. <laughs> Hasta eyeliner te pusiste. Sí. Yeah, yes. well, you always look so good. I tried to make a little effort Ay, today. Ay, no, niña. Ay, no, no. So anyways, did you get did you get your info? Are you excited about BravoCon? Are you kidding me? Of course I'm excited about BravoCon. I love it. We get to see all our friends. Yes. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. um, I can't wait because, you know, you're my travel partner. Yeah. Well, Are my we husband's coming too. Oh, that means I can't sleep with you in the same, what? I actually share the room. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, he has, a, he got his plane ticket right next to me up and back. We're going, yes. going and oh, coming. God, I can't even sit next to you? Boo Bear. Well, actually, Boo Bear's seat is like next to me in an aisle. So maybe your seat's next to me. I don't know. Because he couldn't oh, get the it. one right next to me. Let's pretend that, let's pretend that it's me next to you. And we'll out kind of a your cuadro is before getting on the on the plane with whoever's sitting there. He'll let us sit however we want. He doesn't care. 
Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to BravoCon? Um, you know, like well, we're going to be on panels together this year because we did the Ultimate Girls trip and we did oh. our season together. Oh. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness, because we didn't have too many last year. We had one Ultimate Girls trip, and then we did the Andy's the the ball, the first Watch What Happens Late Night ball, mm-hmm. and we did the Best Friends panel. Mm-hmm. We that did was three. fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I'm actually, um, like for me, the most overwhelming, flattering part of the whole thing is just the love of the fans. You know how much I have to go to the bathroom all the time. (laughs) So every time I have to leave a room to go to the bathroom, there's people in the hallway screaming at me. And I'm like, I can't believe all these people watch our show. And they even know who I am. It's so overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, last year was our first year that we were there. Remember uh that Miami had representation. Well, actually, our show had just come back. This is BravoCon's third year. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, we've been able to participate is um is really like an amazing thing because so you have to be there to yeah. feel like that overwhelming love you, yeah. and joy of, oh of people. I remember when we did, was it the best friends thing that we did? That yeah. but it was like a lot of Latino people. And I'm todo como Latino, hablaban español. Remember that our first, oh, oh, it was a photo op. I think it was a photo op. Oh, no, the photo op. They just wanted you and me. I there know. was like a like a thousand or more people there. I wanted to cry and the people and, the, and our and our guests, the the fans that were there were yeah. crying as well. And they were speaking to us in Spanish. I was like, I can't leave. It was, so, there were people. <gasps> it was from so everywhere. incredible from all over it the world amazing. and speaking Spanish amazing. to us. And they just wanted a picture and they waited in line for such a long time. <laughs> Honestly, that I was... Remember- that was the most special uh, yeah, part for me. Best. Yeah. And I remember looking and going, Oye, toda gente ve el programa nosotros. And you're like, of course they do. And I'm like, I didn't <laughs> I'm realize. Like, de claro que sí. <laughs> I felt like we're the only ones watching. <laughs> like the fact that, you know, we've never really talked about that and discussed that, that you and I yeah. were the first yeah. like Latinas, you know, in this case being Cuban-American, that were uh-huh. part of this franchise. So we've yeah. been, you know, we're represented yes. and we did back in the day when, you know, that wasn't so popular. And we're still know. here. They ain't getting rid of us, are they? No, Not they can't. soon. Estamos aquí hasta que queremos estar aquí. We're going to be here until we want to be here. Yeah. Um, so, bro, what are you thinking about um, this Bad Bunny, Kendall Jenner stuff? This little relationship still moving along. Bueno, I love to talk about Bad Bunny. And um, I love that my Latino's living in L.A. And he's being surrounded <laughs> by... Um, Kardashians. All the paparazzi there. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a different, um, I guess, like a different ambiance in, in Los Angeles. A little different from Miami. And I know that his experience with Kendall, I'm sure, is a little different than what he was used to with the Latina girls. But, Le gusta um, la gringa. <laughs> le gustó la gringa y a la gringa le gustó el latino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Puerto it's Rican. It's kind of like, it's the same saying as the other stuff. Yeah, he's Puerto Is Rican. Mm, ya tú sabes. Es caribeño. Tú sabes que los caribeños tienen sazón. You know, <laughs> but you know what she likes? She likes to fight for her relationships. Kind of like, like me. You know, I feel like I, I don't take no for an answer, but like in a good way, not in a toxic way. It's mm-hmm. kind of like when you love someone, you you fight for that person and you fight for mm-hmm. a relationship and you fight for what you want in a good way, obviously. You you so do. So I do love that. that she gave, yeah. I feel like oye, don't get tafajando siempre for everything in my life is in like <laughs> you a know fight. I hate fighting. I'm always like, I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. No, I'm you out. take the no. easy way out. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm out. But yo cuando quiero, quiero de verdad. So when I yeah. love, I really love strong. So mm-hmm. I love that she gave that quote to the um Harper's magazine. 
So I liked her before. I like her even now more because I see that I have so many similarities. This is how I bond, you know, mm-hmm. with certain people. I didn't know too much about her because I feel that she's always been the more quiet one of the Kardashian yes, family. She's quiet, and I actually yeah. love that about her. Me too. So for her to open up, you know, for once and actually talk about her relationship. And in this case mm-hmm. with bad money, I thought it was, you know, something, you know, really beautiful. I thought it was nice. And I thought it was about time too, because she can't help to be very like cariñoso, very affectionate with him. They were at the Drake concert. They were all over each other. And apparently she's really never have done that in the past. So the fact that she's doing that publicly, I think that she feels really comfortable with him. But again, her, you know, her personal life, she's kept it so private, you know, even though she's been a reality show and her life has been so public, she's managed to keep her personal life very private. And I applaud that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unlike I myself. Like it. I like myself. <laughs> Maybe that's why I love it in her. How did she do it? How do I do it? <laughs> exactly. I don't even know. I don't know how to keep quiet, bro. That's the problem. I have a big mouth. <laughs> yeah, hablando de big mouth, we have it's a lot of things tape. to to cheese me out about. Oh my god, we have so much today. Um, wait. So, so I mean, tell me what's in our hot topic. Because today okay. is not about Marisol Alexia. We're not going to talk about us today because we have no, a lot of things to talk about other people. We talk. Yeah. Okay. So first hot topic today is Britney Spears headed for divorce. Ooh, it looks I like uh, sources say Sam has moved out of their house and is now living in a place of his own that she's probably paying for. Oh, of course. Reports are that trouble has been brewing for a while. Sam wasn't sleeping at the house much and Britney has allegedly gotten physical with him in blowout fights. Can you blame her? What do you do? You blame Can you her? blame her? Can you blame her? For he what? wasn't coming home. He hasn't been coming home. Okay, no, they're not fighting because he left. He was no, left I- with no resort but to leave. So my question to you is like, are you shocked? I mean, did you expect this? Like, how did you feel when you heard I, the news? I was surprised that she would marry him the minute she, you know, got out of her conservatorship. Oh my God. Right? You and I, I mean, I don't know how you and I are friends because <laughs> we're like the I mean, opposites. Wh- you surprised that she married him? That was yes. one of the reasons why she wanted out it, of her conservatorship. Okay, well, it was a bad idea. It was a bad idea. And I could see him as like a money grubber and, and a gold digger. And I knew this okay, was not well, going to work out. Okay, well, I, on the other hand, because I'm compassionate and empathetic and I like to, and I like to give people a chance, I really thought that he got to love her. Maybe the first intentions were not, you know, like, oh, I love this girl off the bat, right? But it was kind of like he loved the idea of who she was and obviously the fame it gave him as well and the livelihood and all of that. But put that aside, I mean, I think seven years are significant. If he wanted out, you know, I, he could have done that a long time ago. I mean, he, I he also, was waiting to marry her so he could get a, a, a alimony. Well, no, I mean they have a prenup. But if well, you n- now, if you now think he's that, now he's arguing that he wants to change. He's the contesting the prenup. Well, so yeah, you know what? He's the he chick. Wants more money. He's the chick. He's yeah. the girl in the relationship because she's the one with but the money. But what, what, what women contest prenups all the time too. Why can't but the guy contest it? It's they've been together two years. No, they haven't been. They've been together seven years. I'm sorry. No, married. 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 married, marriage is a years. piece of paper. Marriage is a piece of paper. So we why know does that. she have to give him money? Why does she have to give him money? Because she's the one that came into the relationship. The same reason why Lenny has to give Lisa money. I mean, that's but they what were it married is. Fifteen years and have kids. They don't have kids. It doesn't and matter whether you have years. kids or not, Marisol. I mean, at least in my book, you know, this guy has been with Britney for seven years. They've been married for fourteen months. 
I want to believe I was very surprised. Oh, it's not because, even two years? Yeah, 14 months. Wow. Of course, it's going to be two opinions. It's going to be, oh, yeah, he was fighting for her to be free from the conservatorship because he wanted to, to marry her so he can have money. And That's have what I think. Enforcement. But there's also the other side, like, you know, he really wanted her to be free because as a human being and him going through that and seeing the effect it was having on her and the fact that she was taken away from like basic rights of getting married, of having children, you know, anybody that's not even your boyfriend is going to support you with that, which I'm sure a lot of friends and as we know in America and around the world, they were supporting her. But what I'm trying to say is that it really did surprise me that at the end, they he has finally make, made that decision, you know, to leave their house and to divorce her because he probably can't take it anymore. I just find it extremely odd that he could take it and handle it for five years. But in the last 14 months after they get married, all of a sudden she's attacking him. She's doing all those things. Truthfully, what I'm really concerned about is her well-being and her mental health. And she's all alone. This is all this is the only person that she had in her life sam she's really um isolated herself and isolated all her family and people that really loved and cared for her so this was the last person she had on her side maybe this is like a relief for her to get away from him maybe she I wasn't forward. happy either she I hasn't been talking forward. we don't know her side she, all she, i can say is the the last guy is still living off of her and never has never had a job and she's still paying for the him. last guy has she, been a full-time dad i'm sorry the last guy has been a full-time dad to those kids and has raised those kids. So there's no, it doesn't matter how much money she had to give him, he deserves it because that man has taken full responsibility and sacrificed his life and has brought up those kids and has done a very good job. So if that's what it took, having a little bit of Britney's money to raise those children and put them in good schools and give them yeah, a good education, a good life, apparently he needs Britney's to be applauded. For, Who cares about the money? money well, is paying for his other kids that are not her kids. No, and no, he's, he's not, not working. I'm sorry, Britney. No, he doesn't. Britney's money is has always been very um, guarded, especially when it was in, uh, under his father. So I'm sure they gave him the correct amount of money. They didn't overdo it. He's not supporting his other kids. But, you know, raising children is a full time job. So, you know, while she was out performing and making yeah millions of money, this man gave up, you know, his, his not his life or his career because as a father and as a mother it's our obligation and our duty because we bring our children into the world but what I'm trying to say is like Britney se limpió las manos like she cleaned her hands oh okay whatever yes of course the dad was a better fit um I, I feel like a lot of people have been hovering over for years and I think she just needs to live a little she needs to fix herself you cannot be in a relationship with any man until you have healed and you are well, you know, and I just think it's not fair that you just blame the other person. I mean, there's been signs all along that she's a troubled person. So it's very easy to say, oh, no, it's like the guy's phone. The guy was using her. Everybody's using her. Everybody wants her money. Everybody, like, that's not fair. I don't it's trust really not Well, fair. you know what? If he was that concerned, well, I don't trust just walk her. away and not ask I don't her for any her. money. Right? I'm worried about her. I don't want any money. You're I'm worried about her $60 million fortune that she can't I'm saying this control. is what, the, if he cared, he would be like, I don't want your money. I just want out. So what I'm trying to say is she needs to take care of herself. She needs her family right now, which no matter what, you know, your mother and father are not like a husband. I want to say no matter what you do to them, they're always going to be by your side. She doesn't so trust she needs them. She doesn't trust them. I don't, she doesn't have so, anybody. So then you don't believe, so then my next question is, you don't believe that she should have been in her conservatorship? I don't think they were doing right by her and she needed to be freed and I don't think she should have gotten married again. And this okay. guy wants so her money. That's what I think. Okay, well, I disagree with you. 
per okay. usual, <laughs> but we're still best friends. Oh, yeah, say Sometimes, <laughs> not always. No, I think we really see now the more that now it's funny because, you know, we're such good friends and I know we disagree uh-huh. about a lot of things, but then it's really with topics like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like real life, you know, issues that that we we see, I see, at least I do, that we're so mm-hmm. different, that we think so different. Yeah. Yeah. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 
started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scandal update. Hmm. Bethany had a one-on-one with... With Raquel from Vanderpump Rules. The fact that um, she's, you know, with Raquel um, surprised me a little bit. That's what says a lot about the times, how social Mm -hmm. media and presence and podcasts like these or like Bethany's Mm -hmm. are, Mm -hmm. you know, are very like legit outlet where you want to talk. And I felt like maybe Raquel wanted to do it because she can like relate with Bethany, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, they were both on, you know, once upon a time, you know, Bethany was on, on Bravo and... And, you know, part of, of the network. So it's kind of like, you know, Bethany's done reality TV, so she can relate to her. I'm going to read some info. Okay, here yeah, well, give me some info. Me. Okay, Yeah, cool. I'm going to give you some info, bro. Yeah, Former I mean, Vanderpump that's a chime in the middle. Former Vanderpump Rules star opens up to Bethany on the Just Be podcast about the affair heard around the world. She says Bravo has made a ton of money off the scandal, but she has not. The network is hmm. running to the bank. Like laughing, running to the bank with this scandal, and I haven't seen a single penny. I put following. It's not fair, and I feel like a toddler saying it's not fair, but it really isn't. And I feel like I've been portrayed the ultimate villain. It's my mistakes that I've made on camera will live forever. That's true. She um, just spent months in a mental health facility working on her mental health and declined being back on the show. Oh, okay. that's interesting. I didn't know she had yeah. declined being back. She did the right thing. I agree with yeah. her. Yeah, she needs to. Yeah, this is she not needs a to good take some time for her. herself. And you yes. know what? You need some time. And, you know, I don't feel yeah. like she should put herself in that environment again where she's going to no. be attacked because who's going right. to want to be her friend on that show? Mm-hmm. You know, she's the villain. Questioned. She's the villain. Oh, she's mm-hmm. she's under a microscope now and it's too soon. I think she needs another like year of therapy, don't you? Or just like step away from the situation, let it become something else, and maybe come back in a year or I two. I just think you it's know, funny Bravo always that brings she people was, back. Yeah, especially the villains. Now. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But what I'm trying yeah. to say is like I just find it comical that she thinks that she should be compensated for her behavior, for her poor and her bad behavior. Like the well, one that usually gets compensated is the victim, right? We try to help the people that are, right. are being victimized right. or have been victims of situations. But you don't try to make the villain a rich person or like give them monetary well, gains. I mean, I mean, it doesn't make any right, sense. Right now, she's a pariah and she's not marketable. I <laughs> do agree with her in the sense that, you know, 
a lot of girls in the show and guys for that matter, you know, have hooked up and have cheated on each other. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she's questioning why me? Like, why did right. they turn this into such a big deal and a big thing? It when this has yeah. happened throughout uh -huh. so many seasons and throughout uh -huh. the show forever. And uh -huh. as a matter of fact, the producers, you know, want us to engage in that and kind of like put you out there to do it. And everybody has been doing this for so many years, you know, so why now are, am I getting all the heat? Like I would question um, Raquel if she would actually want to go back this season and film with these people and putting herself in that environment again. No, she, well, because no. I think She's that that's no. toxic. She's doing the right thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a, a toxic thing. I think it's bad for her, especially that there's nothing good to say about her. And, you know, unfortunately, it's going to take time. I mean, do you, do you think that she has a chance of people thinking differently of her? Do you think she has, she'll have that opportunity? I mean, people are always going to remember that stain because she has a stain now. But, I mean, let's remember Monica Lewinsky and Jennifer Flowers yes. and Heidi Fleiss and the Mayflare. Sure. Um, M Madam, like all those people were embroiled in the biggest scandals, much bigger than this. This is not 100%. Compared to That's that. why she's in this shock. Like, why did they make this such a big deal when this right. happens all the time? Mm -hmm. You know what? They all came back and did books and were bestsellers. People forgot and everybody moved on. This too shall pass. But, you know, she needs right. to I mean, know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and she can write a book. I think so. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is like before that was like what you would do. You would kind of like step out of the limelight because there was mm -hmm. no social media. I think what this right. has made this so big and, you know, such a monster. And she was like put in this position is the fact that not only are we going to see it or we saw that on the show, but we're seeing it on social media every single day. And there's outlets writing about it and all the Bravo sites writing about it. So it's not only the show or at the moment that it happens, it's that we're reminded by it every single day on social media. And that's mm -hmm. really hard. That is really hard to be reading well, about yourself. Like you already know what you did. Yeah. You're already like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is bad. Okay. I messed up. It was, you know, she messed up bad because the truth is she did. I mean, yeah. how do you think sleeping around with your best friend's, you know, boyfriend is, is okay. Like if, if you think that's okay, then you, you know that when it, when everybody finds out on a national level, it, it's not going to be good for you. You know, because obviously, like she says, this happens every day in our friend groups. It happens in real life. It happens. But when it yeah. happens on national TV, it's it's a problem, even even mm -hmm. more so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you would you if you were single go for him? Oh I my God, no. no, no, no. I find sucio, como sucio. He, like, right? I get it. Like, he might be like a good looking guy as far as his, um, you know, he looks like a model. He's tall, his features and whatever, but he looks sucio. Like, he looks dirty. Like, yeah, go take a like shower. A like, yeah, come to the beauty mustache. bar so I can do your nails, bro. I mean, what's up? Con las uñas esa fea, sucia que tiene. Oh, he's like, dreadful. I mean, he's a good he's... manicure and pedicure at Alexia and Frankie's beauty bar. Y, y afeita la del bigote ese de pornográfico. Ew, yeah. Sí. Y te lo quita, because you're not in no porn movie or anything like that. But, you know, I, I don't know. You know, we're going to see him at BravoCon to see, you know. I actually was a judge for um, Tom and Tom's cocktail mixing class they did at BravoCon last year. Mm -hmm. And you know what was the most entertaining thing about that? The characters. No. Me! They were so oh. boring. Oh, okay. No, I thought you were having fun with them. No, they were so boring. I was the only one that made it fun. They were so serious. Like they were doing rocket science. You drank it and you got the effect. So you were the funny one. <laughs> oh, this is so bad. So bad. But do you agree that she was exploited? 
No, I mean, like in this scandal, while everyone else made money, do you think she should have made money? I think she made her salary and she wasn't given other branding opportunities. I, you know what I mean? Because she's she was unbrandable. Yeah, she's not marketable. Yeah, she's not, like, who's she's gonna, not, who's gonna, uh huh, who's gonna she's, join she's forces not. with so that? She's, she's got to sit it out and wait and then she can come back and do a book. But you see, this is the world that we live in, that she actually thinks that she, she's upset about, not the reputation and how the whole, the whole world saw it. She's upset right. because she didn't make money. Right. Like that says a lot about her. So you know what? You need to stay home or like, you know, get a little bit more therapy, a little bit more help because this isn't about making money. Do you feel like this whole thing was blown out of proportion? Because every time I'd see it all over Instagram, I'm like, why is everyone making such a big deal about it? I think it? so. This happens all... I, yeah, it was so Yeah, I think so. So there I'm with her. I'm with everybody else that thinks it. I think it was blown out of proportion. Nobody even knew her or him or Who anyone. Who cares? And all it of a sudden, everybody, all time. America, all of America's yeah. talking about them. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, like, th- no, it was, yes, it was a bad thing to do, but I think it was blown out of proportion. And I just find it comical now that she's upset, not crime. about what they did to her and her <laughs> reputation and everything else, but she's upset because she couldn't cash in. Like, are you kidding me? Well, I think at this point, she's probably like, well, I already lost my reputation. Could I have at least walked away with some cash? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Stop you know, falling. we live in a world that's really effed up, right? That would sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the villain does you know, get compensated. She wanted to be soothed with cash. I, you know, I, cash soothes me all the time. <laughs> Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Doja Cat, this young lady has just lost 180,000 followers. What the hell happened? Good for you, Doja. She lost followers. You know what? Good. The followers weren't supposed to be there. If you're going to be there as a follower to say negative things and hate, yeah. then you shouldn't Thin follow the, the person. Trim the fat. Yeah. Um, apparently she had a dispute with some of her fans in July. And she says, seeing all of these people unfollow me makes me feel like I've defeated a large beast that has been holding me down for so long. And it Good feels me. like I can reconnect with the people who really matter and love me for who I am and not who I was. The backlash came after the singer told her fans in July to get off your phone, get a job and help your parents with the house. When social media users were debating if their fan base name should be kitten or kittens with a Z. One fan asked her to reassure them that she loved them. And her response was, I don't, though, because I don't even know y'all. 
Is Doja Cat biting the hand that okay. feeds her, or do you applaud Thank her? Thank you, Doja. Being I loved fans? it. Standing applause. Yeah, I'm gonna stand me for too. You. It, I, I could relate so much to that. So you're agreeing with me? Yeah. <gasps> Absolutely. Ay, mi amiga, te amo. Por eso, that's, you two see? out of three. Da- yes, two out of three. <laughs> two out okay. Of three. Thank you, Lord. Yes. So you know what? Good for her. Good for her for standing up, right? And so talking back to their fans, because yes. You know, we owe a lot to our fans because this is why mm-hmm. we're here. Even our show, I always said the best part about doing our show yeah. is the connection I have with my fans. The fans that come up to me that are so engaged me and my family. They ask me about Frankie, about Peter, about Todd, about my family, you know, and they, they share, you know, your happy moments with you, your sad moments when I lost my mom. So, yes, the fans are amazing and wonderful and beautiful and they're such a big part of, of our life and of our success. But they also mm-hmm. have to remember that we're human and that we uh-huh. have, you know, our own lives and our own things. And like Doja said, some people forget that. And they talk to you on social media like if they owned you, like she says. Like they yeah. feel like they know you. It's yeah. funny because I read yeah. other people's comments, right? Like let's say like JLo that I follow her. And then uh-huh. I'll see that one of my friends that doesn't even know JLo writes comments to J-Lo como si fuera su amiga. And she's ¿Qué like, le dicen? No, sí, le dice like, oh, you know, like if you know, I, I can't even tell you specifically right now, but they'll be like, um, más o menos. Uh-huh, like, no, no, oh, sí, you know, like, well, I just said J-Lo, but I could be more specific, for example, okay, because I just made up J-Lo because I read J- J-Lo's comments. But like, let's say one of my friends, let me say you, I read one of the comments that they leave you. So, some of my friends that have nothing to do with the show or with our circle of friends, they mm-hmm. dejan un comment. Ay, qué lindo. Uh, oh, your dogs. Oh, your dogs are so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they, they just talk to you like if they know you. I don't even know how to explain the perfect example right now. Well, but yeah. what I'm trying to say is that they're not your well, friends. Because we're, we're putting ourselves out there. We're putting a photo album of our lives and inviting people in to look at us. So we are inviting that. But it's getting a little out of control. You can't even change the way you look because everyone starts screaming and attacking you. And if you're not smiling in every photo, mm-hmm. and you're not smiling, they think, oh, she's right. having a problem. She ran out of money. She's fighting with her boyfriend. She's getting divorced. The, um, the speculation, yeah. the speculation. criticism, it's out of control. And, and besides that, before people would speculate, but quietly in their homes or whatever, but now they have this outlet, you know, they have this phone here and they're all on social media. And then they just feel like they just can go out there. And I just know. I'm like, talk out. behind my back. I'm like, you I don't, don't want to hear me. It. Exactly. It's like, that's like, <laughs> talk school. behind my back. Right. We will call each other. Me. Right. Espérate, let me put somebody on the three-way. And it was like, every, three-way, three-way, and we would talk shit. Remember but, three-way? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not the three-way that you guys are thinking about. Right? No, it was, three-way it was, phone calls. Right, three-way phone calls. We have to specify. So what I'm trying to say is that good for her for standing up. Because, you know, sometimes yeah. you have to stand up and she also i think she wasn't insulting anybody by telling them you know what instead of being so much on your phone you should go out there and work and um, and help your parents why can't she say that why you have to cancel yeah. her and everybody there's oh nothing she's wrong with that there's nothing she's actually giving good advice she's actually everybody giving wants good to advice. sit at home and be on their phones and be rich and famous and not do anything for it and look like an avatar and criticize everybody and and you know, it's just, it's a weird world. It's a weird world we're living I see me, I mean, And everyone's yeah. walking around on eggshells. You know what, Alexia? There's a lot of angry, unhappy people out there. And they take out their frustrations on other people that they, you know, probably admire or want to be like. Like Pitbull always says, and I love this. 
If they hate you, it's because they want to be you. And if you don't have anyone hating you, you're doing something wrong. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Eso, people. Eso. Eso, dale. We love you, people. Yeah. He's my motivational. (laughs) (laughs) He's very, very inspiring and motivational. He really is. He really is. You know, and that's what he says also. Like, if you don't have nothing good to say, then don't say it. And I feel Mm -hmm. like social media, like Instagram, for example, because it's the only thing I have, there should be like something that you can regulate it, that you can only say something nice or turn off the comments. You either like it or you don't. But it should not allow you to leave something negative. That's why people are shutting down their comments, just like Britney did. Because can you imagine, uh-huh. ya con la locura que tiene Britney, if she starts reading uh-huh. all those comments, like, you know, what is she going to do with herself? So she yeah. was able to turn them off herself. But I feel like once you turn them off yourself, you're also giving the people, you know, the satisfaction of like, yeah, you're turning them off because you know what we're going to be telling you. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is like, I want it to be something positive. Like I know it has a lot of positive things that I know all the pros it has in so many ways. So I want it to just be that, you know, unfortunately, it's also turned into a really negative thing. And that's why I don't like it because, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't like to do anything or use anything for the negative. So I follow the people that I like. And that's why good for Doja. Doja, you lost the 180,000 followers because they didn't even like you. Because if they would have liked you, they would have liked what you had said. And they would have liked mm-hmm. you. But you know what? You didn't mm-hmm. deserve them. You know, they didn't deserve to follow you. They and didn't that's deserve her. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Bueno, mi amiga, me alegro que we at least agreed on that. We yeah, agreed on two out of three. Yeah, we don't agree on Britney, pero voy a seguir. Te voy a dar gran que I'm going to keep on and keep on until no, I convince you. No, you love to wear me down. You oh, love but to I'm wear, wear me you down. down, baby. Cuando coguemos, I'm, t- I'm going to call you and I'm going to tell you all the reasons. No, don't. No, don't. <laughs> Not today. Please don't. I'm still bitter for poor Madonna had to pay Guy Ritchie seventy five million dollars when they got divorced. She's never got married again. Uh, she's had a well, ton of different. hot boyfriends and she's living of her course, life. And that's what Britney needs said. to do. Have a ton of hot boyfriends. But she's had that before. Nunca she's had that, no. but that's not the fact. But you know what? There's men that have the same situation. I mean, so you think that men should have a tons yeah. of hot girlfriends and never get married again? Because there's a lot of men that if have gone through nasty screw- divorces. Yeah. yeah, if they yeah. if they've been screwed a few times and they're not feeling it, but for then you, they but for you, this is where you and I are different. For you being screwed, you've only mentioned financially. For me, being mm-hmm. screwed has been emotionally. So I feel that no, all these rich men that have all this money can get married as many times as they want because you know what's good financial because well, money is money you don't and they think protect they have their money and their freedom. An emotional attachment to it. Too? You said that no. What? Hold on, wait. I didn't that say they're that. emotionally attached to their money. I'm talking about emotionally attached no, to the person, to the, bro. No, to the person. Exactly. So it's twi- with, you get hit twice emotionally and in your bank account. Well, usually it depends, right, on the relationship and on the couple that you're talking about. Usually, men what they care about is their money. You want to hit them hard, you get them in the money, and that we know because we're experiencing that in our friend group. So we know that. But what I'm trying to say is that's not a reason not to get married because you think the person wants to take your money away because that's why there's a prenuptial. And that's why I, I think agree if with you've been having burned something. a few times and you, you, you've well, learned shame a on lesson, you if you stay been, away from it. No, because there's, there's different ways. No, because there's different ways of handling that. And that's why there's, you know, contracts I mean, I like and there's prenuptials. Married. Listen, you know, I love getting married. I mean, I mean, married yeah, I was going to say, espérate, espérate. Like, look, you're but contradicting if, yourself. So have you been burnt? No, I mean, I'm, I'm not to? contradicting myself. I'm talking to you about women that have an an amount of money that Marisol does not have. And people okay. are let, well, it, attaching themselves to them to take their money. 
I think that's what's happened with okay, Madonna well, what about and Britney. Men have the same situation, my friend, where yeah. there have been that well, all the women want their money. They need to take control of their own their situations. So, but, <laughs> but the solution is not not getting married. But I'm gonna say because we need to agree. What are we gonna agree on three for three? We three always do. Three. We always do. Hmm. The only time we have it was last time and this time. And this time. And you know what? It's good to disagree. Yeah, I like Sometimes. it. Sometimes. I like you know, it. Because there's different perspectives. I agree on that one. Thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> 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 so, my friend. Mi gente linda, my beautiful people. Thank you for listening to us. It's always so much fun. Te queremos mucho. We love you guys. And mm -hmm. um, if you have any questions, you can you can send them to Marisol. I read my DMs. She reads them. I don't. Pero mándale en todas las preguntas de Marisol. We'll make sure to go sí. through them and answer them But for you. But don't go crazy because I can only handle so much. Then and only nice questions. Crazy. Okay? We don't want anything mean. We're, we're like done with the meanness and the hatred and all that. Ask no. us nice, fun things. Fun. We love you guys. Please be safe. Be happy. <laughs> Besitos. <laughs> Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at iPodFavorPodcast. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Hasta luego. Hasta la próxima. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats. 
with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.